in a world where acting weird isn't professional. We're just two girls trying to act normal. When September ends. <laughs> Summer has come and gone. Oh, pass. I don't know the words. My innocence can never last. <laughs> Wake me up. Yeah. When September ends. I want September to end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even say the word September for a second there. September end. <laughs> <sighs> Anna, it was just our birthdays. It was. We're old now. I turned 30. You are old now. People... <laughs> People were calling me on that day. My birthday is September 17th. I don't know why on I'm trying to keep day. it a secret. Um, <laughs> that <humbling> day. <laughs> on that, that sad, sad day. Actually, I don't care that I'm turned 30. It just feels... I don't care about the it's age. It's weird to say it. Yes. It feels weird to be like, I'm 30. It's, it's taken you 365 days to get used to 29, and then you have to <laughs> turn 30. And then you're like, what? I think this is when I'm going to start remembering how old I am, though. Mm. Because 26 to 29, people were like, how old are you? And I was like, do I know? It doesn't matter. These ages are nothing. Yeah. But now people are like, would be how old are you? I'd be like, 30. Yeah. I'm 30. I'm an adult. I'm 30. Who just ordered you a just, fidget spinner ring. Just, so. I got mine too. Clicky click on my finger here. It looks that good. one's pretty. I know, right? You wouldn't even know. Yeah, I like that one. I'll show you what it does later. Okay. Mine are just it, little balls on it that you play with. You just play with the balls? Yeah. <laughs> mine snaps and spins. Oh, Okay. I'll show you. Funky. I'll show you later. But yes, people were calling me and I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm 30. And everybody would be like, yeah, you are. And my brother was like, that's how time works. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, okay, Colin, glad I don't have to explain that to you. Thank you. He's seven kind years older than me. sir. So he's closer to 40. You should have told him that. You should have told him that. I should have told him that. <laughs> Colin, you're the old one. God. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> I turned, of, oh. oh, I said I turned 26, so I'm off my parents' insurance. <laughs> it's not fun. That it's, sucks. Yeah, it's not a good time. I'm not excited to my pay for it. My parents had dope insurance, have dope insurance, too, so it was a real bummer. Yeah. When I got off yeah, of I'm their not, insurance. I'm not excited. Yeah, no. Um, Speaking of looking older, you're looking very professional today, Anna. <laughs> Thank you. It's almost making me uncomfortable. It should. I'm very <laughs> uncomfortable. Guys, I'm wearing a blazer. And a pencil skirt. And a pencil skirt. And like a white tank top that's tucked in so she has a defined waist. Eh. <laughs> and I have my like. Oh, you have like little heels on. Little no, scrappy the, heels. But the best part of these heels. I got them at like, I think like Nordstrom Rack or something for like okay. $13. Like they were on sale. Okay. <laughs> It's not as funny as I'm making. Yeah, you're it sound. you're really setting this up to they're be like, really hilarious. They're like life stride or something like that. They're like four people with bad feet. Those like, are the best heels because they're usually the comfiest. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're velcroed slap like straps. <laughs> also great. You know what I'm about in my thirties? Oh God. Comfortable <laughs> and easy. I no more laces for me. All right. Alex, oh, I just got those Adidas high tops though. So. Yeah, but you know what I was looking into those those laces that aren't laces. You just like clip them in the oh, things, yeah. and then you slide those bad boys on. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting those. All right, great. Removing laces from my life. <laughs> if I can't, out. if I can't slide it on, if it's not like cotton mm-hmm. linen mm-hmm. for the clothes, mm-hmm. we're paring down the wardrobe. Yeah. it's got to be comfy. So I right, I love that decision you. for thank you. Thank you so much. But I had my headshots for my new um, job today, and they're like, wear business professional. I have been in the industry i've been out of college three years i'm going on four um i've never worked in an environment that was business professional and i still don't like we're business casual but we just needed to wear professional for our headshots and so i had to borrow my roommate's blazer i have very limited business professional outfits oh i thought you like went out and got one this is one of your roommates yeah yeah okay okay and it is very tight because we are different sizes. <laughs> but I show up and they take my headshot and I'm sitting down 
it's from waist up i thought we were going outside taking a picture in front of our building yeah like we've got like cool sculptures outside that's what i thought the was arms happening crossed, the hand yeah. on hip yeah like yeah cutie the classic yeah um shul- uh, over the shoulder yeah, over the shoulder. yeah i was like, gonna say shoulder head back so i did like the whole outfit and then come to find out it is waist up and i was like cool so i could have worn pants <laughs> it's cold out and i'm wearing a skirt it is chilly i love it but i don't i look like i am in my mid-40s you look um like you just had the most important meeting of your life and Mm -hmm. you look good doing it thank you i am like the best like practicing lawyer at this firm and i'm the only female exactly if i saw you on the street i'd be like i can't talk to her she's too important (laughs) i've got to go home to my guys i'm not trying to be dramatic anna looks really nice Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like, normally I go home and change and put sweatpants on. Yep. And I text her and I was like, I'm, I'm on the bus that's going to go right past your place. I'm just going to get off and go to you. Mm-hmm. So. She's not here in, like, a Fabletics tracksuit. It's uncomfortable for everyone here. She's here in a Lifetime movie. Yeah. I look like a Lifetime movie character. <laughs> You're like, um, you, you'd be a lawyer on there or you'd yeah. be like. When they're showing um, the woman in like the beginning scene where she's mm-hmm. a businesswoman, but then yeah. she has to move back to this small mm-hmm. town. I I moved like back to mom. my like I live in get L- in Hallmark territory. I live in L A. Okay. Okay. I live in L A. Yeah, Hallmark Lifetime, same day. Yeah, yeah. I live in L A. This is like my like fall outfit. So it's like skirt, blazer. Like it's still chic and comfortable for the weather. And yeah. then I get sent home to my hometown in minnesota and i am underdressed oh ooh, ooh. You, you we find out ceo was doing like insider training mm. so your business shuts down and you have no backup so that's why you gotta go home dramatic yeah it's like new in town with renee zellweger i haven't seen that in a very long time I she's like this this she's a professional like <laughs> ceo in like florida and then she gets sent to minnesota <laughs> and she has okay, no yeah. clothes yeah Actually, yeah. like, I didn't realize I was, like, giving the entire block for I was... Um, I do look like her. ...obsessed with Lifetime movies when I was a child. Really? Like, the murder ones? All of them. The ones where, like, the mother is having, like, Munchausen by proxy on their kids. The one where, like, your ex-boyfriend's always trying to kill you. Always. The, one, the ones where, like, the woman is... Dang. Dang tag, it, Brad. The tagline was Lifetime tv for women or like movies for women or something yeah. like that and i was like how is this i as i got older because before it was like um suspenseful movies and i was like oh yeah what is what's brad gonna do to karen now yeah oh no he's got a knife karen don't is go this, upstairs karen he's trying to like prep us um, is that why it's like tv for women well that's what, I, <laughs> that's what i mean like was lifetime like weirdly onto something where they're like we need to let these women know the signs the yeah signs you gotta look out for these guys Majority of women did not listen to no, Lifetime TV no. for women. But also you you get older and then you're like, how is this for me? Like, how is this for me? This is not a good time. No. Did I watch all of them? Yeah. I remember there being one where like there was this fancy rich lady and she okay. kept her daughter like in some tower that they had built <gasps> in their mansion. What? And she never let her out and it was like its own hospital room. And then she like, eventually, obviously the daughter found Gets out that out. she was like the mom was making her sick and so she has to like oh. army crawl down these stairs because like her legs don't work and i was like oh my god oh this is so intense it's like an intense tangle but it was like it's crazy because they're all so bad yeah no i i, I loved I, every second of it i wasn't a lifetime movie kid but there is one that came out that i really want to watch because it has i think her name is nia from dancing dance moms okay <laughs> I don't know who that is. She um, was the only black dancer, if that, like, helps you. I never watched that show. Um, oh, okay. Well, then yeah, that so doesn't help you. Yeah, I just, like, know this. But she's on this, like, new Lifetime movie, and she moves to Chicago, supposedly. I love when they move to Chicago and they show scenes, and you're like, mm. You're in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened. Um, it was a KJ Abba movie. I watched it. Um, but... No, she moves to Chicago because of her mom's work and she, like, starts getting, like, anxiety attacks. So they put her on, like, anxiety medicine and then she becomes, like, addicted. Oh. And so then it's, like, I think it's called, like, addiction help or something. 
That's not a good. If that's the movie title, it's not a good one. <laughs> Medicine's Revenge. Stop doing drugs. Susan's never making it out of this one. Yeah, what if Lifetime movies <laughs> titles were like real? The boyfriend did it. <laughs> so it's like super meta, yeah. like Scream esque. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Um, she falls in love with that one dude from home. <laughs> <laughs> While we were chatting about this, yeah, looked up a little article. Okay. Called the 50 most ridiculous lifetime movies. Oh, I'm so excited. Most it of them gives are... me a little synopsis too, so we're gonna like learn why they're ridiculous. Oh God. Okay. Good. So, because I'm not gonna notice from the title. Are some of them like? Aren't some of them like based on <clears throat> true stories? Oh yeah. Okay. I think so. I. That's what I thought. Oh, this is we're starting out strong. <laughs> All right. Is this number one or fifty? <laughs> they're starting at fifty. Okay. Good. Fifty. Cyber seduction. His secret life. <sighs> This is about corn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeremy Sump- Sumter handles balls of a different variety in this 2005 gym <laughs> about a teen whose addiction to internet porn sends his life spiraling out of control. Oh, that's so sad. Why did we start with that sentence? Who wrote this synopsis? Isn't Jeremy Stump- Sumter an actor? Yeah, isn't that a real person? Yeah. Wait, we're going to Google oh, this is quick. Is he just like the actor in the movie and we're just dumb? No, it says... <laughs> well, wait a second. <laughs> Let me go back to this. <laughs> because They're just telling oh, us the cast. Jeremy Sumter of Friday Night Lights fame <laughs> handles balls of a different variety. Okay, that's a pretty solid opening line now that I read the parentheses. Because I usually just skip over it because it doesn't really help yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. But that's the actual actor. Oh, he's Peter Pan. He's a Peter Pan that everyone had hots for. Like the live action one. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that was his name. Me neither. It's a pretty good it's name. Fun. I didn't, I don't oh, remember wait, him in Friday Night I, Lights. Can I give you like a really fun fact? I love a fun like fact. It's yes. really quick, but it has to do with the name Peter. <laughs> okay. Where did that come from? Oh, because I. Oh, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it's their I was name. Looking, I was looking at Jeremy Sumter. Oh. And so I was like, why are we? His name is Jeremy. Bruno Mars' real name is Peter Hernandez. Doesn't that ruin your life? Why? Why did you do that to me? <laughs> if I had to find this out, you have to find it out. It actually did. I might have to end the podcast. <laughs> Bye, guys. I'm actually going to go take a walk and Anna's going to finish it from here. All right. So I'm um, number 49. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right homeboy uh, after his first taste of x-rated action can't seem to get enough and he racks up the bills on his parents credit card oh my God. how does and his parents not notice videos onto his girlfriend's device <gasps> and then starts doing it at school what? soon poor kid is getting beat up suspended from his swim team and even experiencing thoughts of suicide oh so have fun with this little film number 50 everybody uh this is this all going to be about... Okay, number 49 is called Co-Ed Call Girl. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> this was made in 1996. All right. Stars Tori Spelling. Nice. Susan Blakely and Scott Plank. I don't know who those other two are. Oh, I didn't realize they give you lessons learned. <laughs> they give you a little lessons learned category. Okay, your lesson learned in this one is going to be easy, mumsy. <laughs> <laughs> Cry. I'm like reading ahead while trying to say it. Easy money comes at a grimy price. Easy mummy. Easy mumsy. Easy mumsy. Your lessons learned is easy mumsy. <laughs> Tori Spelling uh, resumes her reign as the queen of unintentionally funny cinema with her starring role in 1996 Coed Call Girl when a friend's prank on bookish college student Joanna. Scores her an invite to Malibu Beach Party. She finds herself seduced by the glamorous lifestyle of a crew that turns out to be a pimp. Oh. And his associates. <laughs> the glitz gets the best of Joanna and she and the broke star forgoes the standard library of cafe gigs to instead try her hand at high class hoeing. <laughs> what is this article that I don't think it's or like website? Is it, it doesn't all going to be? Uh, this is from complex.com. <laughs> I think it's an online magazine. Because they have like music, style, Pimps sports, and associates. Life. Yeah. They're just like, you know, like all like firms or blah, 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 and blah, 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 and associates. 
Theirs is just Pimp and Associates. <laughs> That'd be so good. His name is Plank, so it should be Plank's Pimps. <laughs> well, we, maybe it is. That was the actor's name. Oh. It wasn't the whatever for the guy. Maybe he is a pimp in real life. Unfortunately, shocker. Things don't go quite as planned, and soon it's Pimps Up, Hose Down. <gasps> no, that's one of our titles. Pimps Up, Hose Down is one of our titles. Ice tea? Ice tea. We're always thinking about iced tea, if we're being honest. Iced tea and Jack Black. Yep. <laughs> always in our, always on our hearts. In our hearts and in our minds. In our minds. For, um, it says, soon it's pimps up, hose down for the protagonist. If you're in the mood to feel like a horrible person by cracking up at would-be devastating moments. <laughs> Us. I.E. creepy piano player that breathily chides a geisha-looking spelling with one-liners like, Ron said you like to have a good time. And on the first note, Joanna, before having her perform the most awkward strip routine ever, this is indeed the movie for you. All right. I'm in. You couldn't have picked better lines. Those aren't really like... Funny. Yeah. Those aren't like reeling me in as like a bad movie lover. I think the geisha Tory spelling, though, got me. Yeah. Why is she dressed up like a geisha? I'd be curious to see that. I'm intrigued by that one. Yeah. 48. All right. More of me. (laughs) Okay. <clears throat> this is a 2000 turn? this is a 2007 movie oh so it's recent molly shannon oh is in here uh this lesson learned is be careful what you wish for because you just might get it careful what you wish for because you just might get it just might get it yeah you just might get it be careful what you wish for because you just might get it <laughs> like pull a love on top where you just like keep going higher and higher <laughs> <laughs> Since the producers of Lifetime know that what everyone really wants in life is more Molly Shannon, Mm -hmm. they're not wrong, they generously quenched that collective thirst in the form of 2007's More of Me. Her character Alice, an overextended wife, mother of twins, and dedicated activist, wishes there was an easier way to juggle it all. In true Are You Afraid of the Dark fashion, three clones pop out of her three-way mirror, each stepping in to handle a different aspect of her life. I love that. Okay, wait. I'm kind of into that. Though they don't collectively turn on her and try to butcher her in her sleep, no one really wants to watch someone else banging their husband. <laughs> okay, didn't see that. That that was going to come up. Even if it is a well-meaning doppelganger, cue the George Bailey-esque wake-up call. <laughs> hmm. That, that, um, that sounds fun. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, number 47. The 12 Men of Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle bells, I got 12 men of Christmas. Is that like 12 dates of Christmas? Probably. This was... The ABC Family movie? Made... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The name. Okay. 12 men of Christmas. Yeah. Original air date, 2009. All right. I like to give a little year reference because sometimes that helps you figure it out. What do you think the lessons learned is for uh, 12 men men of Christmas? Um, Polygamy isn't for everyone. (laughs) That would have been a good one. Uh, lesson learned is beefcake equals business. <laughs> what? Uh, says, nope, you didn't read the title wrong. In the cheesiest ever play on a beloved Christmas ballad, this 2009 Lifetime flick swaps out partridges and golden rings in favor of half-naked dudes <gasps> from Kalispell. This is going to make me feel real. What's MT, Montana? Yeah. Okay. I was just going to feel dumb. Yeah, we're not looking um, it up. We're going to say that that's... I think so. We're going to say what that else that's would it Montana. Be? I don't know. I think it's Massachusetts. I was going to say Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> that's MR. <laughs> it's got to be Montana. Yeah. Whatever. We're claiming it as Montana. In this case, they aren't gifts from someone's true love, but a crew of guys recruited to pose for a calendar devised to stimulate tourism in the town where recently single publicist resides after discovering an affair between her boss and fiance. Ooh. Mm. All right. So it's not like every day she's got a new date. There's just 12 guys. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of these, so I feel like I'm not going to read every single one. Yeah, we'll go. We'll skip every few and then we'll read one. Great. So, for, and I'm going to do the lessons learned in each one, just because yeah, yeah, like yeah. this person is yeah, doing yeah, a really yeah. good job with that. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, this one is, this is 46, Liz and Dick, from 2012. Okay. Lesson learned here is, oh, this one is Lindsay Lohan. 
Is that why it's Liz? Um, oh, probably. Like Lindsay. Is Liz a short nickname for Lindsay? Nope. Right. No, that's Elizabeth. Yep. <laughs> Lesson learned. Famous people have problems too. <laughs> Let me tell ya. Let me tell ya, guys. Yeah. As a famous person <laughs> As myself. As a famous person myself. <laughs> um, 45, another woman's husband. This is from 2000. And the lesson learned is, how well do you really know your significant other? Ooh. Spooky. Spooky. 44, Danielle Steele's daddy. That's the title of the name? Yeah, we're going to read this That's one. the title of the name, is what I said. <laughs> That's the title of the movie, yes. <laughs> from 1991, my birth year. I'm really giving out a lot of facts about myself on today's episode. <laughs> Lesson learned. Ben Affleck had to start somewhere. But when they say stars, Ben Affleck is not on the list. Oh. Danielle Steele's name in the title alone should clue you into the intimate ridiculousness. The presence of step-by-step patrick duffy and his tender sup ladies countenance on the flicks cover alludes to unintended hilarity in this book to tv special duffy takes on the role of dad oliver whose wife walks out on the family in order to head to graduate school mm-hmm. further adding to the guy's good luck streak uh his son ben affleck mm. uh acting out in response ultimately knocking up his girlfriend <gasps> but don't worry there's a silver lining for oliver he ends up rebounding with a hollywood star Wonder Woman's Linda Carter. Oh, nice. I don't know who that is. 43, On the Edge of Innocence. Wait, what was the lessons learned for that one? Ben Affleck had to start somewhere. Oh, that's that's the lessons learned. I I don't know who wrote this. We'll probably get to that at the end of the article, but it should be about the movie, not the individual star. Yeah, I thought that was like the start of the synopsis. No. All right, got it. That was the lessons learned. Dumb. 43, On the Edge of Innocence. 1997, Lessons Learned. Asylums are just as reliable pickup spots as bars. <laughs> I was thinking about um, asyl- asylums. Are asylums different from, like, psych wards? Or are they the same thing? They're the same thing. Do you think you'd have a good time in one? Um... Like a psych ward? Like, if you were, you weren't obviously with, like, anybody dangerous. Yeah. You were with, like, the people who, like, think they're somebody else. And am you I, tell, like, am, stories to each am other. Am I in my own I would, mind? I think, yes. No. No? I, I because I, I wouldn't be able to relate to the people in there. And that's, like, I wouldn't have, like, a... I, w- I don't know if I would be able to, like, make friends that way. Because we don't have, like, a shared experience. If I'm just Other there. Other than just, like, being there. Yeah. Yeah. Because be they're, like, like dealing with like, stuff and I, like, can't relate. And It'd be hard. like playing pretend. Yeah. Not on a realistic level, but just from, like, a movie level. I feel like it could be interesting to watch somebody go in there and, like, play pretend. Well, you could watch. Because Cheryl is, like, thinking she's carl from a biker gang in the 70s yeah they did that like on psych where like sean is like in there as like a joke not like a joke but he's like trying to solve a crime i love that show and then he like they they classify him as a narcissist and he's like nothing's wrong with me <laughs> oh wait i think i remember that yeah. one they had, and then yeah. like uh gus tries to like hit on the girl who has like multiple personalities it's so funny i love that show so much 42, Magic Beyond Words, the J.K. Rowling story. Wow. I feel like we should regret that one. Yeah. Original air date, 2011. 2011. 2011. Lesson learned, some author stories are better left untold. All right, true that. (laughs) Could have told you that one. 41, lying to be perfect. Uh... This was in 2010, and the lesson learned is beauty is on the inside, y'all. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> we're going to skip a little forward because we're... This, these are taking longer than I expected. Just go to like 30. I was going to... I'm at 33. Great. This is called Uncaged Heart. Made in 2007. The lesson learned is prison booty is bad booty. <gasps> <laughs> Who wrote this? Also, why are... Th- 
the upsetting part to me is that there's 50 on this list. There's so I've, there could be more. There could be more. There could be more. But someone took it's taking a long time for us to read this. Yeah. Imagine how long it took to write it. Because they had to look through like hundreds of movies. Hundreds of movies. And then they had to like write that, come up with the lessons learned, do the research of who was in it. Here's the thing. This is also an opinion piece. So like yeah. they could have just looked up, grabbed 50 movies and been like, these are them. That's you know true. what I mean? Like, That's true. And they're not wrong. But like I'm speaking if I were to have done this. this yeah, yeah. Take There'd be some time. research. Yeah. I'm going to read the one for this one because I want to know why prison booty is bad booty. I want to understand if it's booty booty or if it's like treasure booty. Like pirates? Yeah. Oz fans remember feeling all kinds of uncomfortable when Sister Pete started catching feelings for Chris Keller in the third season. I don't, I don't remember that. What's Oz? I wasn't an Oz fan. Uncaged Heart, despite sounding like it's about horses... Did not think of horses. When like I, Heart of Dixie or... Maybe, I guess. I don't know. I I wouldn't think. Uncaged? I wouldn't think right about horses. Yeah. I'm thinking about, like, zoos. I'm thinking maybe someone feels like they're in a mental cage. Uncaged just, like, yeah, I'm thinking, I think I'm thinking, like, police. Circus. Circus. Oh. Police, okay. Yeah, like, uncaged heart. Like, but, like, is it heart as in, like, boom, 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 or it's, like, H-A-R-T? It's like the heart in your body. Okay. Um, despite sounding like it's about horses, dares to take that psychologic, whoa, psychologist's inmate tension to weird new heights as Janet Tarr gets emotionally and um, physically caught up with Robert, Robert, whoa, Robert, Robert Moss. God, that's a mouthful. <laughs> After she helps secure his parole, tough break for her that she realizes how uncool he is once he's back on her side of the bar uncool wait so she's in jail this no she was a psychologist he was in jail okay and then after so it's kind of like she gets caught up with him when he's in there and then it's like the joker and harley quinn oh sure a little bit i've never i never watched that have you watched suicide squad i heard the latest one's funny um i've only seen the first one and it was okay yeah, that's what I heard. I heard this one's like way better. Oh, okay, great. Then and I'll watch it. John Cena is in it. He's funny. funny. He's a funny guy. That's funny. Like Everyone, him. don't watch Vacation Friends. John Cena's in it. Don't watch it. <laughs> Anna to... said that to me so much, I'm going to watch it now. You've said it, you've talked about it so much that I want to know why you hate it so much. All right, give it a try. <laughs> yeah, I think. Are you upset? No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm going to be right. You're not going to be able to finish it. I don't, yeah, I, I, I'm confident that you're going to be right. Yeah. But I just want to experience it for myself because of, because we've talked about bad movies before, but you bring this one up a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It's like as much as you bring up meatballs. If not more. (laughs) If not more. Honestly, it might be. It might be more. This might be your new meatballs. This is my new meatballs. (laughs) Vacation friends. My new meatballs. (laughs) For reference, Anna brought up meatballs like twice in one day and then I made that her whole bit to the point where other coworkers started saying it. Or knowing it. It was so good. <laughs> uh, scroll, scroll, scroll. Now we are at 28. Okay. Secret sins of a father. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. I promise I'm just like scrolling and stopping. I'm not like selecting okay, these Secret new sins ones. of the father. Is it about a priest? I bet. This was day aired in 1994. Okay. The lesson learned is father-son collaborations are best left to the Pinkett Smith family. (laughs) Okay, Okay, so it's not about a priest. (laughs) Per Lifetime, Secret Sins of the Father offers two members of the Bridges family in one movie. What more could you ask for? Bridges family? Like Jeff? Like from Jeff Bridges? Probably. Our answer, a lot. Particularly when they're starring in a special that forces us to believe there's a woman out there that could actually sleep with both of them. to go get my burn ointment <laughs> for your eyes and no oh yeah I was, or my brain oh <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a sick burn person i should have looked at the writer of this article before we did it uh this causes a dramatic rift between the bitter sheriff bow bridges and his dad um lloyd bridges in real life father-son duo Wow. 
All right. They remake this with Eugene Levy and Dan Levy. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be really funny. All right. 25. Scroll, scroll. Bad to the bone. All righty. Original air date, 1997. Lessons learned. Know how to spot a gold digger. It could save your life. That's true. True that. Bad. That's how it starts out. <laughs> Couldn't be more accurate. Sums up this 1997. <laughs> you were just <laughs> made for and I was TV. Like, that's not funny. It's not. That's how it starts. <laughs> made for TV classic movie starring pre-celebrity rehab Jeremy London and Buffy the Vampire Slayer's Christy Swanson. Oh, okay. Um, I remember those people. Uh, why are they telling me so much backstory and not like the actual synopsis of the movie? Um, not allowing cruel intentions Sarah Michelle Geller to take the lead in the apparent race between slayers to dive into roles involving creepy sibling relations Swanson starred as a money hungry man eater who cons her questionably enamored brother into offering her boyfriend what? that's period that's the end of that sentence. I don't get it but not before killing her mom for insurance money <laughs> what is what? <laughs> So it's like Jennifer's body, but also kill your mom for insurance. Bad to the bone. Is that referencing murdering? Yes. Maybe they chopped and her she, up. And she eats them. Is that what you said? Oh, is that like a literal man eater or just like, I'm you thinking, know how women are sometimes called man eaters because they're. No, I think, I think it means she's a man eater. Money hungry. You think that means she literally eats them? Yeah. Well, we'll never know because we're not looking it up any further. But that would be more interesting than what I thought it was. <laughs> I was like, I okay, this is not them. great. Side if note, that's not true, then try again. <laughs> Remake it. Side note: I they got there's a lot of Danielle Steele stuff on here that I'm like sliding by. Yeah. Uh, I think we should go to top ten now. Yeah, let's do it. Do top ten. Oh, my computer is like, why are you skipping all these great movies? <laughs> You're like, because they suck. <laughs> uh, okay, number 10. Mother, may I sleep with danger? Wait, I think I've heard this one. Okay, it's in 1996 is when it originally aired. I don't know what it's about. I just think I've heard of oh, this okay. title. Uh, lessons learned. Your parents are probably right about your shady girlfriend. <laughs> Mothers, just the people we don't want to think about when it comes to sleeping with danger. Okay. In this rare exception, Laurel Lewison, Tori Spelling, should have heeded her mother's warnings about the bad vibes her sketchy man friend was giving off. Maybe then she wouldn't have ended up getting held hostage in a cabin in the woods, ultimately having to canoe canoe paddle to her safety. Paddle why a canoe? You, yeah, why, canoe paddle. Isn't how you say that? That really got me. That tripped me up okay so she gets taken so classic girl gets taken by the boyfriend mm-hmm. probably because well, man friend yeah <laughs> yeah sorry man friend <laughs> but the but the lesson learned says your parents are probably right about your shady girlfriend i don't know um is the writer of this a man and he just didn't want to say boyfriend we're going back up to the top i want to know who wrote this article because in the last 10 i would like to start Addressing them by name. Nope. By Lauren Otis. Lauren? It's it's spelled the way a woman traditionally spells okay. their name. Yeah. So I'm going to make an assumption, as you shouldn't, that this is a woman. Great. So, girl, you can say boyfriend, because I don't know why you'd say girlfriend. That doesn't make any sense to the story. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be the lesson. Because she's the one that almost maybe, got murdered. Maybe she's trying to be more relatable of, like, girl space friend. Well, that's not what she wrote. I know. But being like, your mom's right about your girlfriends. Oh, so it should. Oh. Oh, no. Like, don't hang out with those girls. I thought you were. I thought you were being like, don't be so shady, girlfriend. No, I meant like, you're a friend that's a girl. <laughs> then what I was saying was also like kind of on long nose lines. Yeah. Kind of on long nose lines. Couldn't get that Um. Number nine, the pregnancy pact. I know this one. Yeah, I do too. 2010, lessons learned is underage motherhood is best left to the chicks on teen mom. And it's not even best left to them. Let's not, let's not glorify those (laughs) women on that show. 
Um, as we've mentioned in the past, whether it's eye dosing or vodka eyeballing. What is eye dosing and vodka eyeballing? Um, those are have hyperlinked. Those have hyperlinks. Um, That's stressful. If anal inebriation isn't extreme enough for you and your crew, perhaps the comparably bonkers student trend of vodka eyeballing, which seized attention in 2010, is a little bit more your style. Uh, I don't think any of those. You'll only style. need your eyeball and a bottle of your favorite vodka. Only to need your eyeball. <laughs> to ingest the quote-unquote drinker, effectively thrusts the bottle into their eye and pours liquid into it, which gets absorbed into the system through the mucous membrane. However, that quick buzz can also cause some quick permanent damage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cor- correct. Okay, wait. I don't know what this is, but this is funny. That was number two on whatever list this is. Oh, this is 10 of the most ridiculous, dangerous teen trends. Yeah. Number one, excluding that special breed of human who enjoys the smell of horse poop. Who are who are those? Who are those people? people? It's pretty hard to imagine a fad taking flight that involves huffing of a sexy, fermented combo of feces and urine. What? <laughs> Apparently teenagers were doing that. I'm trying to see. I want to say, like, I don't believe it, but there are people actually eating Tide Pods, so there's nothing I won't believe anymore. Yeah, it's like, whatever. Apparently, that that's number one, and it's called Jenkum. So now we all know that. This is worse than finding out that Bruno Mars' name is Peter. It's way worse. I didn't know that people were huffing bodily excrement. So, great. As we've mentioned in the past, whether it's eye dosing... Back to the Lifetime movies. Yeah, I was like, geez, let's get back to it. Whether it's eye dosing or vodka eyeballing, teens are never at a loss for ridiculous ways to temporarily elude reality. In this case, however, the entourage of pregnant... Gloucester Gloucester High Chicks egging their friends on to get knocked up to complete the circle are pretty clearly on another planet already. All right. A bunch of girls get pregnant together. And Is it's that like a whole what's thing. his head from... <sighs> David Clayton Rogers? No. He's the little elf in Santa Claus. No, but I could see how you would think this guy looks like him. Like if you saw him quick or something. Oh, no, I'm talking about um, not Bernard. Oh, yeah, I was the other one. Bernard. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about then. I he's don't a, watch those he's movies. A as much as he's a Breslin. Like Abigail Breslin's brother. I thought he was in that movie. Oh. The, from what they're telling me on this, there's only one dude name. Oh, you know what I'm thinking about? I think there was like a pregnancy packed episode of like Law and Order SVU, and he was the baby daddy. Ah, okay. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. Too many shows with pregnancy packs. You gotta stop. You gotta stop, guys. <laughs> stop pregnancy <laughs> packs and stop huffing poop. Stop. Honestly, stop it. Don't get your face anywhere near poop. You get pink eye. That's true. I hope are, that, are you sniffing hard? Because then it's going up your nose. I hope that high is worth it. Because you got pink eye now. <laughs> Gross. Uh, number you got eight. a poo nose. <laughs> a pose or a new a noop. A poop knees. Uh, a pose noop. If you sneeze, the poop some. comes out. It's a poop knees. Poop knees. Like poop knees. Yeah. <laughs> Gazoon shit. <laughs> I'm really proud of that. <laughs> oh god, I got lightheaded. I got lightheaded. Oh my gosh. That was good. Um oh, okay. god, that was good. Number eight, they're not even trying with this title. Crimes of passion, colon. She woke up pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> This aired in 1996, and the lesson learned is stick to local anesthesia. (gasps) Oh. Oh, I wonder if this is... 
Okay. Does um, that mean she was attacked while she was out? I'm trying to... I feel like this isn't really telling me. The title here tells you about half of what you need to know. The real question, who got Connie Lofts pregnant? Mm. Oof. Well, imagine Jennifer Aniston's character in Horrible Bosses wasn't Jennifer Aniston, but a creepy dude with a I bad it, 80s though. comb over. Uh, I get that reference finally. Makes you think twice about opting for that anesthesia on your... Opting for... For that anesthesia. No, because if you want to opt out... Because I'm assuming she went under and then somebody took advantage of her. And yeah. And she woke up pregnant. Yeah. So you'd want to opt out of the anesthesia. Because otherwise you're going under. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, d- second guess yourself before you opt in. Oh, you might want to think twice. Oh, I'm just, we're saying the same thing different ways. Yeah. Me and this person. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Lauren here. Now that I know her name. Thanks, love. Number seven. To be fat like me. I wish they had like images of these. I bet like the movie like poster looks so funny. Um. Okay, I kind of want to look it up. It was in two thousand seven. Is when it came out. Fat like me. L- fat like me. Mm-hmm. Lifetime movie. I don't know why this person wouldn't just put the because they didn't try. The pages are up there. I'll rewrite this. I'll watch all of these 50 movies and get you guys a better synopsis. Lauren, listen up. Oh, it's one of the classic fat tales where, like, she was once, like, skinny and hot and gets fat. Or she's fat and she becomes skinny and hot. It shows uh, Kaylee Cuoco. Uh Oh. Both ways. (laughs) She isn't isn't even that, like, fat. No, she was the... Her in her normal state would be skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're saying when they make her fat. Yeah. Yeah, she's not even. Yeah. She's like mid-size. <laughs> um, Kayla Cuoco stars in Lifetime movie To Be Fat Like Me, the story of an attractive high school junior who experiences firsthand the prejudice and heartbreaking overweight teen's face when she goes from in shape to obese overnight. A popular athlete, Allie, always planned on getting. <laughs> All right, whatever. She learns her lesson. This is like 50 sentences long on the back of this DVD. <laughs> Oh, you're reading the DVD at this synopsis. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it says. Um, yeah, and this person says a predictable weight-centric reinterpretation. Mm-hmm. Like Avi, we get it. Number six, honeymoon with mom. <laughs> I okay. They're obviously not giving us synopses like real ones. Yeah. This is so vague. Honeymoon with mom. Yeah. Yeah. So you. Did like did your mom just get married and the kids tagged along? And then is the and then is the husband mad? So yeah. then he goes crazy. Or like is your mom like clingy and shows up at your honeymoon? Oh, I didn't or, think about that side of it. Or okay, did you get like did your fiance or whatever run out during the wedding and you ha- you want to still take advantage of the honeymoon and you go with your mom? Okay, I'm gonna set up a movie. Okay, starring me. Okay, great. My new husband, Jack Black. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to cut me off right there. Obviously. <laughs> I was just going to do the version what that you were talking about yeah. where it was like me and I just wanted to bring in Jack Black. Yeah, obviously. Um, I like that idea better where it's like would be your honeymoon and your mom surprises you. That would be funnier. Yeah, I agree. Because um, like can even, you can take Lotus. that funny or my version was like psycho. was like classic Lifetime yeah. where the guy always goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Which is what happens. Um, so the original air date of this movie is 2006. Okay. Lessons learned. Shelley Long must have been offered some serious compensation here. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Yet another flick with a title more laugh-worthy than the whole movie. Oh, jeez. Honeymoon with Mom tells the story of would-be bride Shannon Bates, who after mm. getting left at the altar decides to make lemonade by inviting her mother. Oh, there I we go. think about this version. Yeah. That this is good to join in her honeymoon festivities oh but apparently it wasn't as funny according to lauren so sorry lauren i don't trust you anymore oh i bet this one is spooky number five baby monitor colon sound of fear (sighs) ghost in the monitor ghost in the monitor or or a dead person that's nice like hallmark style talks to them through the monitor i think it's like 
like, did you check the baby? Like, through the monitor, and they go upstairs, and, like, the kids are gone. That's, like, our urban legend. Yeah. I think it's, like, the urban legend. Okay. Original air date, 1998. Lessons learned. Ladies, never hire a perfect 10 to do your sitting. Okay. Well. Okay. Some people never learn. You'd think after countless Hollywood scandals and questionable made-for-TV movie plots involving dad-on-nanny love, the ladies of the house would finally take a hint when it comes to hiring the help and opt out of the awkward chick in orthodontic headgear over Kate Upton's booty short wearing doppelganger. All right. Okay. Cool. Mom Carol regretfully drops the ball here and is shocked to discover that her husband is not only getting it in with the sitter, um, the two ha- oh, also have a baby on the way. <gasps> What's a scorned mom to do? Hire some inept thugs to off the chick and hold the kid hostage, allowing her to arrive on the scene and act the hero. What? Oh, my gosh. That's what? In, that's insane. That's a number five for that's sure. That's five. Four. Drew Peterson. Colon untouchable. Yeah. This has Rob Lowe, Kaylee Cuoco. Is Rob Lowe Drew Peterson? Probably. Original air date, 2012. Lessons learned, if your spouse has been married three times, you're probably in for an unpleasant discovery. Yeah, you are. Kaylee Cuoco ditches the fat suit and returns to Lifetime screen as the MIA fourth wife of, wife of convicted killer Drew Peterson, Rob Lowe. Uh, though the film came out before the former Illinois cop was found guilty, the writers don't hold back with their takes on life at the Peterson household. Hmm. Oh, I'm itching my eye while reading this one, and it's kind of easier to read with one eye. <laughs> That's weird. Among the woman-hating ma- star's magic moments that you can't unhear, an announcement to his son, who's just caught a glimpse of him n- naked. Wait, I'm sorry. Are we still talking about Drew Peterson? Yeah, we're still on this one. There's, one, there's like one more sentence, so I was like, oh, I'll read it. Yeah. I'm going to start over because I don't think this sentence makes sense. Among the woman-hating star's magic moments that you can't unhear... An announcement to his son, who's just caught a, caught a glimpse of him naked. Okay. Quote, he has the right to know why I'm called Big Daddy, unquote. Blurf. That's actually in that at the end. Are you sure this isn't part of the, like... Rob Lowe, there's a quote of Rob Lowe saying that, <laughs> and that hasn't become, like, a sound. This sounds, sounds like ridiculous. it really should be from that, like, one movie where the son and father were getting it on like not getting it on together <laughs> sorry the, i was like wait what we what was like the father's like dirty little secret that movie you talked about where like the father and the son were like oh, getting it on with one real life bridges yeah i don't the remember woman. the title but yeah yeah that feels like that quote is actually for that movie oh yeah Maybe Lauren just didn't delete it. <laughs> it is just tagged on here, so it could be a part of something else. Yeah. It doesn't seem right for the Drew Peterson case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like maybe they were trying to, like, put something funny in there, but, like, his story isn't funny at all. So don't do that. Yeah. All right, Anna, we're at the top three. Oh, thank goodness. Number three, I, me, wed. What? I, me, wed. I, me, wed. I, me, wed. So they get left at the altar. Uh, they learn to love themselves. Yeah. Um, I don't let's see if we find out. What that even? That's not correct. Original air date 2007. Lessons learned. You're always more attractive the second you're off the market. Bad dates, teeth pulling conversations, hours of unwanted snuggling. Sometimes you almost wish you could marry yourself. Taking this idea to the next level is this flick successful? Yet unlucky in love, Isabel, who's sick of being nagged about when she's going to get taken off the market, decides to make take matters into her own hands by tying the knot with herself. You are right. Once her strange self-proposal goes public and becomes a media sensation, what better time for her Prince Charming to show up and beg her to call it off? We bet you can guess what happens from there. I, I can't. That actor's name is Paul Popowicz. That, that is very fun. Number two, walking the halls. This is a has to be a Christmas time one. I think or ghosts. No, I think it's like a high school one. Oh, okay. 
Original air date, 2012. Lesson learned is school cops aren't real cops. That's very true. Further giving paranoid moms reasons to fear the people caring for their children is this past January's... Hmm? This must be an old article. Walking the halls. When troubles with Casey Benson's boyfriend and home life send her into the waiting arms of the school's popular girls, she's surprised to find out that they all work as a as part of a call girl ring run by the school security guard. What? Whoa. Okay. So the school security guard is their pimp? Yeah. Pretty much. Was this article written 2012? Maybe. I'd have to go all the way back up to the I top. Know. But there's a, the, the most recent one has been 2012. So yeah, it thinking. says 2012 and it says this past January. So yeah, must so. be. Number one. My stepson, my lover. <gasps> Yikes. 1997. Ugh. Lessons learned. Look for love outside the family. Yeah. Yes. Lifetime, what are you doing? Yes. I, we get it. We get it from the title. I don't even want to read the TV synopsis. Like, we get it. <laughs> Whoa, the very last sentence says they end up paraplegic. <laughs> That's what? <laughs> I feel like I have to read it now. Lauren, because <laughs> Lauren, girly, girly, what are you, okay. what were you on? What is this? Okay, as the title suggests, uh, doesn't fail to deliver on nauseating familial love. Uh, not that anyone who catches a glimpse of the stash on the husband of relentless nerd, Caitlin Corey, can't immediately sense that it's just not going to work out. So it's his mustache's fault that the wife yeah. wanders? Anyways. Once he gets neglectful, uh, it isn't long before Corey starts to notice just how dreamy her steps, horseback riding stepson looks prancing around in slow-mo. <laughs> what is this? Things advance between the two in lifetime fashion. Who's behind it? Oh, we'll just leave you with this. They end up paraplegic. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> the very last sentence of this, art, of this article that this person, a person wrote. Yes. They end up paraplegic. Here's what I have to say. <clears throat> it was written in 2012, yes. Yeah. Here's what I have to say. Lifetime. This is to Lifetime. Okay. A letter to Lifetime. A letter to Lifetime. Dear Lifetime. <laughs> if you need assistance writing movies, please ask I would love Shelby and Anna because you guys are terrible you need someone else in the writer's room of all movies you need help you need an owner's rep or two yeah and -hmm. we can be in those rooms yeah we'll be in the room where it happened we'll make it happen for you we this is for you we're doing this for you for you because we care so much and like the drew peterson case is interesting and that's like a good story yeah to tell but why? It's a good story to tell, but not from Lifetime. But also, like, it sounds like they w- released it while he was still being in trial. I don't know the years on that, so. Well, that's that's what I thought they said in the synopsis. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Maybe not. But, uh, like. Yeah. Guys. All right, everyone. Let us know your favorite Lifetime movie. Please tell me I wasn't the only one obsessing over these very bad movies when I was. It was like a preteen. It was a situation. Yeah, that's rough. I couldn't sleep, though, so mom and dad did not know what I was watching when I couldn't sleep. But they listen to this podcast, so now you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Send us an email at actingnormalpod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at actingnormalpod. Bye. Bye.